What's up, Earth citizens? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. In this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Rausch interviews Nick Cataldi. Nick recently graduated with a degree in media studies. They talk about sports, Nick's internship doing PR for next-level skills, and about his plans for the future. I'm David DeRoche. I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a director of community programming at Quinnipiac. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch. He's the dean of the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast that talks to students at Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rausch, and with us today is Nick Cataldi. Nick just graduated from the school. Nick, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Dean Rausch. Let's talk some hockey to start off with. (laughs) I knew that was coming up. Excellent. Favorite team? Okay, so growing up, it was the Flyers, but now I have... So I've been fortunate enough to get to know a bunch of guys that are playing the NHL and AHL through like two of my oldest friends. So now I mostly root for those guys to do well. But I do still root for the Flyers to do well because they're my hometown team. And so the guys that you uh, that you know, what teams do they play for? Uh, one plays for Pittsburgh, Edmonton. I know a kid a little bit on the Rangers, but not like well enough. But like if we see each other in passing in the summer, we'll say hi. I know... Guy in the Flames, just because he's a legend from where I'm from, and Johnny Gaudreau. So, like, you always see him in the summer. And my two oldest friends are uh, John Nolan Stevens. They're at, they ended up at Northeastern. One's playing in the St. Louis Blues organization right now, and the other one's playing in Utica for the Utica Comets, which is the AHL affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks. So, last year in the finals, who did you root for, the Blues or the Bruins? I rooted for the Blues because the story, uh, Craig Berube is, is a great coach. Plus, I'm just sick of Boston winning. That's a little offensive to me right now. <laughs> okay, but the Patriots winning just kind of like, ugh. I don't want to see the Patriots win for a little bit because they've had enough. But like, if the Bruins were to win any other year, I would be happy with that. Celtics, if they don't beat the Sixers. And the Red Sox, I don't mind the Red Sox. So. All right, all right, fair enough. Just, I'm going to state for the record that the Flyers have not won the Stanley Cup in, what, 45 years? 36. 36 years. I know. 75, so it would be 45 years, yeah. Broad Street Bullies. You know what's always funny? I would go up to Canada when I was younger with my dad, and we'd always see a Flyers guy at the airport. One guy, I, oh, we always saw Dave Schultz, the hammer. Yeah. And one of the Watson brothers, I cannot remember his name. But one of them, we always saw them at the airports going up to Canada. Very cool. So tell me, uh, Nick, how did you get to Quinnipiac being from the, the Philadelphia area? So I'm actually from South Jersey. So I'm right across the bridge from Philadelphia. So I grew up like five minutes outside the city. But I originally got to Quinnipiac, honestly, because I had a free application. I sent that in and then I got in and then I started looking at the school more and more. And I'm like, okay, I like this. They have certain things I'm liking. And then it's one of the reasons, actually, it was far enough away from home not to be like you're still at home, but close enough to get home. Let's say, God forbid, something were to happen, I can get home in three and a half, four hours. And, and what was your interest in, in majoring in, in media studies? So I originally wanted to be a sportscaster. I wanted to be on SportsCenter. That was my dream since I was a little kid. So I figured why not just go communications because it'd be the easiest thing to 
just test the waters. And then eventually I thought, oh, I could switch to journalism. But I think I ended up just going with media studies because I knew I wanted to do something in communications and, and wanted to be involved in sports. And once I realized I wasn't going to make it as a professional athlete, I figured why not get involved in the sports media world. Okay. So you mentioned that your goal was to like be on ESPN, but that's not now what you're kind of aiming towards. What, uh, what, what changed your direction? I think for me, it was just, I ended up taking SEC one-on-one with uh, Professor Vong. So that's the intro to public relations class here at Quinnipiac. And I actually really liked it. And I was like, hmm, okay, I kind of like this. Kind of curious about it. So I ended up deciding middle of that semester. So sophomore year, first semester. So I think around October or November, I decided to make it my minor. And I fell on the public relations aspect of, of the sports world. And social media at that time was kind of taking off. And I was following like Vegas at the time, Vegas social media, Vegas Golden Knights, for those who don't know. I think they're one of the best social media teams in the NHL and probably in sports, honestly. Who else uh, has a good social media professional sports teams? Carolina Hurricanes are really good. Interesting. The LA Kings were good for a really long time. They were known early on as like the witty team on social media. Colorado Avalanche are getting sneaky good. Like they're kind of rising up, I think. I thought the XFL social media was phenomenal. Um, Tyler Brocious. Yeah, I was just about to mention. He's actually from my area. Oh, really? He grew up 10 minutes away from me. Okay. He grew up in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, and I grew up in Cinnamons, New Jersey. So we're like 10 minutes apart, and we actually have a mutual friend. Um, XFL was phenomenal. The Sixers are really good. Philadelphia 76ers are really good on social media. Doesn't the Flyers mascot have his own social media, have his own Twitter account? Oh, Gritty is phenomenal on social media. Gritty is single-handedly probably one of the biggest reasons the Flyers' profile has risen in the last year and a half was because of Gritty. And the stuff he's doing now in quarantine with the, um, he's bouncing ping pong balls off of uh, pots and pans. <laughs> and it's just hysterical. And then he'll also do like these story times. So he's done stuff with Katie Nolan, his brother Kevin Hayes, because they look exactly alike. And I think somebody else, I forget who. But those are the top two I can remember off the top of my head. But the Gritty is one of the best social media personalities in all sports, honestly. I just want to know who's under the suit. Didn't he get arrested recently or, or, or charged with punching someone? He wasn't charged. There was an investigation opened up. And on, it was only in Philadelphia that could happen to a mascot. Only in Philadelphia that would happen to. It was so funny at the time. So funny. I just, it was hysterical. I couldn't believe it. So what, what makes a good social media account for a professional sports team? What do you, what do you, what attracts you to like the Carolina Hurricanes that you said, or like the Colorado Avalanche being, getting sneakily good? What, what, is, what is it about those social media accounts that, that make them want people to, to read them? So the Hurricanes last year, they were doing the storm surge. So after every win at home, they do something different to celebrate the win. So one example, they did um, the Jose Batista backflip. They did Evander Holyfield came out and fought Jordan Martinuk. Like not fought, but like fought in air quotes. And they did something else. But then Don Cherry, for those of you who don't know who Don Cherry is, Don Cherry was a hockey staple for almost 40 years as the Hockey Night in Canada Coach's Corner Analyst. 
he was there from 1980 till this year when he got fired for saying something that shouldn't have been said, but I think it was more due to the accumulation of stuff that he said in the past. But getting into the Hurricanes, he called them a bunch of jerks, and the Hurricanes ran with it. They were producing T-shirts. They were producing – they changed their Twitter bio, bunch of jerks since 1997. And I love witty stuff, like funny stuff on Twitter. And the Hurricanes have been producing witty stuff. Their graphics are, I think, impressive. Colorado's getting really witty and funny, I think. And then since in quarantine, actually, Nashville Predators did a thing where they were saying a reason why we love all the teams in the NHL. So I thought that was really cool. Like just doing stuff that you don't normally think of. I like those kind of things when it comes to social media and sports. Okay. So tell me about what you learned about social media at Quinnipiac. What, uh, what, what did you take away from the classes that you were, you were in? So I, was, I took social media last semester of last year, so spring semester, my junior year, and I had Mary Dunn do it. Mary Dunn's a great professor, I think. So that was the time where they were interviewing new professors for the advertising department. So we, we were the class that got guinea pig. So I think like six or seven classes, we had different teachers come in and teach us instead of like getting like the full experience. But it was a great class. So we did a campaign or a social media campaign. We did it. My group ended up doing Blender Bottle. So it's, it's a type of sports active water bottle. And we had to do like a whole social media campaign. And you had to like do certain times and looking at engagement, so like you can't post at certain times because it's not going to get the most likes, most clicks, most retweets. You have to plan everything out. You can't just blindly post on social media. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned so far. So why social media? I'm assuming that this is what you want to do for a career. What What's so attractive? I like social media, but I like more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I like writing the press releases. I like writing being the go-between between the team and the media. I love that stuff. I wouldn't mind doing social media, but if I could ideally be like a media relations coordinator for an NHL team, that'd be a dream job for me. Like I would love that. Just getting to handle the press and trying to best place my your team in a position with writers and telling their stories. Because that's, I think, the big thing in PR is we want to tell your story. So tell me a little bit about this internship that you've had with uh, Next Level Skills. How did you get that and, and what all have you been doing for them? So I actually got it through um, my SCC 201 professor, John Powers. Professor John Powers emailed me, I think it was November or early December of my junior year first semester. And he said, hey, Nick, there's an opportunity that I thought you'd be good for. It's through this guy, Greg Chase. And then Greg got me in touch with my boss now, Peter Alden. So Peter Alden's actually a Quinnipiac alum. He graduated here in 06, played on the men's team and was actually on the first team that was in the ECAC. So he dates back with the program a long time. And I ended up meeting Pete, and we ended up talking a couple times through the phone, and then we had an in-person meeting, and he hired me on the spot. And so I do a lot of the press releases for the team. I do some social media. Like, if we, we do a lot of, like, we have a lot of pictures, so I'll post those pictures and just write a caption I do some video highlights, some editing for videos. So like we do, so there's three different organizations within Next Level Skills. The Elite Hockey Program, ECL, which is the East Coast Elite League, which is a four showcase event. So one in October, Thanksgiving weekend, 
sometime in early January and then in this in February it's playoffs. So there's four weekends and they'll have teams from all over the country and Canada come down. Um, so some teams, obviously, the Lee hockey program, Boston Advantage, which is one of the best youth programs in the country, Hill Academy, a prep school in Canada, which is in, I think, right outside of Toronto, is in the league. The Seattle Thunderbirds is junior, little, so not youth teams in the league. Um, Wenatchee, Wilderness, um, they're both from Washington, so they'll fly out the East Coast four times a year and compete in our league. And then they also run the ECC tournaments, which is just a bunch of tournaments held throughout the summer. The big one they do hold is the Labor Day Cup, which is held through Labor Day. And so a bunch of teams come in and come to Massachusetts and they'll compete in the Labor Day Cup. Some of the best teams last year in the country were, were there, U16, U18, U15, a bunch of teams, and from that tournament, end up finishing a top 10 in the nation. So you'll see different teams throughout the year and competitive teams. So I'll do the video highlights, some social media, and then focus. Most, most of my duties are writing press releases, honestly. And then I'll also do, so for home games for the elite hockey program, I'll run music and run the clock. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> for running the clock this year, we added to goal songs. So I went with, for U18s, the scene from Animal House, Shout. And then for U16s, I did Hall of Notes, You Make My Dreams Come True, because the Toronto Maple Leafs were doing that as their goal, goal song. So I thought it'd be funny. Very cool. Yeah, it's fun. I, I love doing that stuff. So now that you've graduated, what uh, what kind of jobs are you looking for? I'm looking for anything within the PR world, media relations. I actually applied right before like April for the Dodgers as a PR associate. Um, I applied to MLS. I applied to one place in Fairfield, I can't remember its name, uh, a music company for PR, I applied to there in New York and a couple other places. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door somewhere, honestly, and yeah. then work my way. Yeah. All right, Nick, we are out of time. I really appreciate you, uh, you talking with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you, have a good day. That was Chris Roush interviewing Nick Cataldi, who recently graduated from Quinnipiac University with a media studies degree. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by me, David DeRoche. I also did the music. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. And if you have a story to share or something you want to talk about or a comment on our episodes, find us on social media or you can shoot us an email. The address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. We'll be taking the next week off and we'll be back on June 15th when Chris interviews Efijan Karefe, a student from Turkey who recently graduated with a double major in film, television, and media arts and theater. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.